Thank you, Homer, for saving my plant. With that idiotic rhyming! Do you even know what button you pushed? Sure, Mo. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. And that was uh, from the episode. What was that face? That was my pause face. Oh, good. Yeah. It shows up well on a podcast. Yeah. Um, that was from the episode Homer Defined, yep. uh, featuring Aristotle Amandopoulos and Homer Simpson. Yep. I love, two, that. I love that character. <laughs> two sorry. well-known characters. Yeah. I, I love Aristotle Amandopoulos. He's so funny. Um, Voiced by John Lovitz. Correct. Yes. Correct. But we'll get to that. We shall. Yeah, I have it in my notes, because I took notes for this one. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Wow, you're yeah. really stepping up your game, well, I, finally. Well, I, I stepped up my game for the for the first seven episodes, and then I just kind of... And then you stepped down from your game. Yeah, I stepped down from it. Now I'm stepping back up again, because, yeah. well, I was actually really... Uh, I got really into the the second episode we watched, which I was not expecting. Oh, really? Yeah, at all. Uh, so... That's pretty cool. That is but cool. Before we get into all that, we have a few housekeeping things that we need to go over. Yeah, but before we but get before into all we that, get into all that. <laughs> Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Alan, and I'm Greg. There we go. Need an introduction, you yep. see. Yep. Um. So, housekeeping. Yeah. Corrections and omissions. Yes. Do we have any? I don't. Corrections and omissions. I think I have one. You do? Yeah, okay. give me a second. Did you write it down? Yeah, I did. Of course I did. Oh, good. I'm That's glad. what I do. Good. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so in the episode where uh, Bart the Murderer, we, there was a discussion about uh, the like Godfather character. It was Phil Hartman. It was Phil Hartman. Fuck! <laughs> so, you were right, Greg. This is a segment I like to call You Were Right, Greg. It doesn't happen near enough. No. So Greg, very happy last time uh, I, I, I thought it was uh, Harry Shearer, mm-hmm. and uh, turns out it was Phil Hartman, like you surmised. So, Sweet. Greg, you were right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you being a big enough man to admit that. Always am, Greg. All you right. know this. Good, good, good. Uh, so that was corrections and omissions. If you have any corrections and omissions, please send them to the Hammock District on third numerical three at gmail.com. That's right. Now, numerical three is not a part of the address. That's no. a clarification of the yes. address. Yeah, that's just it's the so, number three RD. Yeah. yeah. So, um, do we want to talk about the wonderful weekend we just had before we get into things, or do we want to bring in our guests? Well, let's introduce our guests so they're not just sitting here awkwardly. They, yeah, can, okay. they can participate, they can they can converse, and uh, James can stop looking at weird, uh, like... What is that? That's, Thor? Lady Thor? It's Lady Thor. You're just looking at Lady Thor. Is he called Lady Thor or just Thor? She's now? just Thor. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Hi, James. James is back. Hey, guys. Yeah. James Wade. James Wade is here. And in a special jumbo sized episode of Two Bad Neighbors, we have our other returning guest, Craig McHugh. Duh. <laughs> there it is. Nailed it. That's his catchphrase. Nailed it. Catchphrase. Check. <laughs> Check plus. Yeah, I believe you two are the only recurring guests so far. Correct. I gotta get a catchphrase this episode. You do. I mean, can't, can't force, don't it. force it though. Yeah, can't force it. Let it happen. Scramboni bloom. <laughs> well, okay. I I was wrong. That was that was perfect. That was fantastic. <laughs> Scramboni bloom. Almost as good as wobble of a dub dub. 
Um, yeah, so we got uh, we got uh, four people on this two bad neighbors. We do. Yeah. It's like a, a devil side. It's <laughs> well, we're we're Barton Homer, and they're um, George W. Bush and Barbara. Oh yeah, that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Who's so who's the bad neighbor? Is why did, it you and Barbara? Why, why do I have to be Barbara? I didn't say you did. You pointed at you me. You just assumed. No, uh, it Craig, doesn't you're count. clearly Barbara. Oh, all right. Let's, okay. let's not pussyfoot around. All oh, right. That's not the first time I've been compared to Barbara Bush, guys. Okay. You really love books. Yeah, Bar. <laughs> the boys are here. <laughs> they'll, t- they'll help me get those Simpsons. All right. That might be the one we quote the most outside of actually reviewing it. That one, or you only move twice for me. Yeah, which Scorpio actually, in general is oh, the character. Know, I didn't know you liked that one. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> actually, um, before we get into like our, uh, I think this might go into the Simpsons newsreel. Sure, Simpsons newsreel 2015. Thank you. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes on their editorial page is rank, is uh, ranking all 26 season premieres of The Simpsons uh, in honor of the 27th season premiere. It, yeah, it, it gets which is it. tonight. Which is I. It gets no honor. Uh, returns this Sunday, which is tonight. Yes, good work tonight. Simpsons. Yeah. Oh. Uh, spoiler: We did not watch it. Nope, we definitely did not. However, we might. Oh boy. We've been having conversations about changing the format of this little show of ours. Oh, well, my. have we? We had a conversation about it. Was that a conversation, or was that you just telling me things? <laughs> that was... You know, look at it however you want. <laughs> I'm thinking it might um, happen. Greg, hey. Greg had like three beers in him, and he comes up and he's like, Listen, <laughs> I think we got to change the format. So you sound like after three beers? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's a, a lightweight. lightweight. <laughs> Super lightweight. Like, uh, like that, like James Lightweight. Yeah, yeah. like an, like an old Milwaukee would just put me out. Oh, okay. <laughs> box of wine puts me right out. <laughs> well, a box of wine is a lot of wine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a box, damn it. Yeah, but unless then, you just have them in like juice boxes. No, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a tetra pack. <laughs> the juice <Yeah>. box wine. <laughs> it's like the size of a the pack of Tang. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you for for giving it to me in a way I can actually like. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like no, a, I know how much like you a like Capri Sun. Yeah, a Capri Kool Aid Jammer. Yeah. <laughs> In a way that you, I know how much you love Kool Aid Jammer. That was uh, that was the name of my first band. The really, Jammer? That's a fantastic band. Yeah, man. I love it. That is so good. And then, we, and then we became famous. and then we became the JC Jammers. Oh, so you're saying it was all downhill from there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is even JC? Like, well, I, his name was Josh, but it was Craig. Right, like Josh. What's up, man? Well, I thought it, it was like, like another Chris, juice. Or like I thought you were like a Christian rock band. Like, or oh, that could have been good too. Yeah. We could have been a Christian rock band, the JC Jammers. JC Jammers. Yeah, you would have made more money that way. <laughs> would we? Yeah, oh yeah. Would we have made money at all, Craig? Yeah, sure. Are you rock name is out the for the Kool-Aid glory of God. for God's sake? You rock out to the glory of God, you immediately make money. Yeah, it's there's true. a lot of money in the teen Christians. Yeah. And it's not hard to find subject matter. That's right. To write about. I mean, there's a thousand-page the book about it. Yeah. Three of them, if you count the Latter-day Saints. Hungry Games? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I was going to say which, uh, which, like, which episodes the... Um, the, yeah, the what's Rotten ranked Tomatoes the uh, rank lowest, and then I'll give the top five. Okay. Um, top five? Yeah, I'll give you the top five, because the other ones are just, like, really shitty ones. Like, number 26, this is actually kind of interesting, Bart the Genius. 
they rank as the lowest one. Oh, really? Season one, episode technically one. Yeah. Um, Bart the Genius ranked <laughs> dead last. Interesting. <clears throat> seems yeah. Seems wrong, but I mean, it does seem wrong when you have uh, an episode called "All's Fair in Oven War." And the mook, the chef, the wife, and her homer. What? The falcon and the doe man. Oh. And then there's a tale of two Springfields. Uh, I mean, Lord of the Dance. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, Bonfire of the mm-hmm. Manatees, wherein Alec Baldwin plays a oh, manatee God. activist. So many terrible. references. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover is a pretty... Obscure reference. And you know what? That's actually a good marker for when things start to go sour in The Simpsons, is when they stop making the titles just describing the episode or having, like, something very clearly about, like, right. even even the ones that are, that yeah, even the ones that are references, like, uh, last episode we talked about In Flanders Field, When Flanders Failed, right. um, even those, like, still describe the plot of the episode. Right. Whereas, like, Days of Wine and Dozes is the title of an episode. Do you know what that one's about from the title? Nope. No. Um, <laughs> there is there is some. Though. Eternal Moonbeam of the Sunshine Mind or something. I can't remember what it's called exactly, but it's, you know, trying to... Eternal, eternal Sunshine, sunshine of this Spotless Mind. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's the movie I was trying to remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> I haven't. It's a little I, indie art film. I mean, it's got a long title. I'm like, after the first word, I'm like, I don't care. What are the top five dredge... Um, the top five oh god Uh, well I'll just do the I'll do the top ten Homer Homer the Whopper Uh, do the top five of like good seasons how about that that's the thing though this is in the top ten and season 21 is from when Homer the Whopper is Uh, How I Spent My Strummer Vacation that's where he goes to rock camp that's terrible that one's terrible season 14 and then number eight number eight Eight is Homer's Barbershop Quartet. What? Number seven is Camp Krusty. Okay. Number six, this is crazy that this is ahead of both of those. The City of New York versus Homer oh, Simpson. Boo. And this is crazy that this is ahead of all of those. Beyond Blunderdome. Oh, boo! Yeah. What episode is that? That's the, the Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson one. Compared to Camp Krusty? What Mel Gibson one? The one where... Mel Gibson comes to town. Yeah, they make Mr. Smith goes to Washington. <laughs> All yeah. my favorites say die. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got funny moments, oh, that's sure, great. but that's, it's, that's funny, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it's nowhere near as good as even even the New York one. I like that episode. it's of the New York one. Betty um, Ford Clinic? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Uh, number four, this is where it gets good. Number four, Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 2. Um... Bard of Darkness, Good. Stark Raving Dad, mm. and number one, you only move twice. Do you of guys course. like? Do you guys like Bard of Darkness? I absolutely. I love that episode. Oh, do you know which one that is? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's the, the pool the, one. The pool. Mill pool and yeah, and the at, J- James Stewart impression. Oh, yeah. the rear window. Yeah, the yeah, rear yeah. window parody. The it's, rear window parody that's kind of there, but it kind of is. I don't know. It's kind of, kind of, and kind of the, it comes and in the, late. The play that he's writing is the, oh, amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, let's get. Please sit and I wouldn't. I Your epidermis is showing. Like I could go on, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it that high though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it above. I will Burns be queen of summertime. <laughs> king, king. king. 
Would I would I put it above would, would I put it above Who Shot Mr. Burns Part Two? No, this list is terrible. Yeah, I disagree. Who with Shot most Mr. Burns of Part Two list. should be. I, I think. Well, number one, You Only Live Twice is great too. But yeah, I think that's a great choice. You I agree with twice. it. Homer's Barbershop Quartet. Homer's Barbershop Quartet that should be way higher. Way yeah. You know, I don't know as so many episodes as you guys. I don't know. I mean. But this is a, all just premieres, right? Yeah, I so guess. It's, it's an easier, like... No, 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 yeah, yeah, I know. I just don't have them, like, ranked in my head, but I'm just, like, thinking in my head, like, oh, that one's not as good, but... It's really all easy. I think is that, yeah, like, City of New York... What was uh, number two again? Beyond Blunderdome. Uh, number two is Stark Raving Dad. What's that? That's the Michael Jackson. Oh, oh, at least it's your birthday kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I said it that way, but... I don't know why you... You know, when Michael Jackson is a weird, like, <laughs> Boston gangster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh? Lisa, it's your birthday... <laughs> Happy boy, Dave He's from Lisa. Jersey. He's from Jersey. That's from right. Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Joysy. Joysy. Jo- I'm a bricklayer from Joysy. You can edit all that out. Not a co-op. Edit, edit, edit everything I've said out so far. You know how much I edit these things? Not at all. Greg. Zero. Zero, because Alan edits these things. And I do also zero. Yeah, also zero. Everything I'll is cu- essentially live. I'll cut out the beginning and the end where I see fit, and then uh, put the Simpsons theme in, as I'm sure you've heard already. Ha <laughs> ha Meta. Uh, and that's it. So, so that, that was, that was we're not cutting nothing. Real. Yeah. Um, we haven't even talked about any episodes yet, guys. No, we haven't. No. We have uh, another housekeeping thing to take care of because oh. uh, Greg and I... Yeah, this was great. ...participated in the uh, WooHoo Classic Simpsons trivia last night. Did we ever. And uh, suffice to say, we won. We cleaned up. We destroyed them. Uh, uh, we won by half a point. Half a point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Thank yeah. you, Larry. <laughs> Thank you, Chimney Sweep. <laughs> well, good job, guys. There were a couple Hail, Hail Marys that we got yeah. like, right, in, right in the nick of time. Yeah. Um, and a couple that we didn't get that we're fine with not getting. Yeah. Like which? Couple, uh, the Burn Ward one? The, yeah, yeah, the Little Miss Springfield. Yeah, that one was tough. Uh, it's, it's a funny a, joke, but it was tough. She won both Little Miss Kosher and Little Miss Pork Princess in the same week. Yeah. Get it? <clears throat> Amber Dempsey. Um, Do you not know what kosher means? Yeah, I get it. Oh, because I was confused. I didn't know. Yeah, I had to explain it to him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, um, fun fact. Let me just mention, this, this could be new Craig. It's a segment. Craigment. I like it. Called okay. Cra- Craig is a bad man. But uh, I, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't been back to uh, Simpsons. What is it? Simpsons Woohoo Trivia? Woohoo Simpsons. Woohoo Classic Simpsons Woohoo Classic Simpsons Trivia. <laughs> Since the first time I went, because last time I went... By complete accident, I did not pay my tab and didn't realize until I got home that night. And so I just have not been back to Dickens Pub since because I know next time I go, they're going to remember. Wasn't that the time we went to uh, Night Owl right after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just totally, like, and I got home and I was just like... We all left at the same time. How did you... I don't, I don't know. Do that? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I told James, and I think James is the only person I told that night. Well, now you've told them. Do they listen they to it? Oh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry I didn't pay my tab. Next time I go, that, the I phone's mean, they, recorded. I mean, they don't talk to the phone. They don't run Dickens, but they but they know. They'll they, know. They'll, they'll yeah. They'll yeah. So your okay. Face so up. my name is James Wade. I didn't <laughs> pay my tab. That's there. This is your Craigman. Be sure to blacklist me. <laughs> <laughs> but I will pay the, the twenty dollars that I owe next time I'm there. But um, so far, which okay. is never. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. Let's. Now that we know. Just thought I'd get that off my chest. We're with and a I feel, criminal. And I feel, <laughs> yeah. God damn it! Let's get in. I've never episodes. done that before. Let, let's just let's just do it, and uh, we want a little prize. So to introduce the next episode is Homer. Oh, Try it again. Start your diet tomorrow.
<laughs> and then it repeats it. It's got three great it's only, phrases. Only three of them. Yeah. But he, <laughs> and so sometimes I'm like, well, maybe there's a fourth one. Why don't you start your diet tomorrow? But the, if it's not, are we really doing the this same, right now? It goes on same a, three. It goes on a fridge. The same three over and over. It's a fridge magnet. It's great. It's so fun. <laughs> and it's got Homer's face on it. Yeah. You can't see it on the podcast, but it, trust me. He's got me. like donuts and hot dogs surrounding him. Yeah, and, and it, says, it says me hungry. Yeah. Guys. That's fantastic. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. <laughs> this will be my last time. <laughs> On two awful neighbors. Oh, <laughs> wow. 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 You took us down really, the peg. A really peg. For. Okay, yeah, I guess. I, I guess I shouldn't be judging. But Homer defined. Right. Homer defined. Uh, da, 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 da. I actually really want to do this because the chalkboard gags have improved, the couch gags have improved, so let's talk about it. Couchboard gags. Couchboard gags. Uh, this one is, I will not squeak chalk. Well, Bart makes an amusing squeaking noise while he's writing in a delicious <laughs> irony. <laughs> The ironing is delicious. (laughs) (laughs) And the couch gag is finally, we have a little bit of... uh, Fun? Absurdity. Um, An alien is sitting on the couch and escapes through a trap door in the floor as the family rushes in. Nice. They don't see him. He got away in time. Is it Osmodior? No, it's not Osmodior. It's a, um, it's like a Kang, it's like a Kang and Kodos type alien without the Mm. space suit on. Gotcha. Or anything like that. Oh, I thought it was them. Oh, no, no, it was a different one. It was like, oh. it, it, it's shorter, has fewer tentacles. Was it Sarek the Preparer? No, it wasn't Sarek the Preparer. Mm. Uh, it looked more amorphous to me. Yeah. Like it was like an early drawing of Kang or Kodos. Yeah. yeah. But they've already been in the show. Yeah. So whatever. The first treehouse. Um, now, Homer defined. James, what's this episode about? Uh, Homer, not very good at his job, but... Saves everyone's lives from a core meltdown by using Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo at the last moment. There's also another plot which I've forgotten. It's good. Bart, Bart and Milhouse aren't Milhouse. friends anymore. Nope, they've got walkie talkies. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Very succinct, James. I always love it when you do these. Yeah. Yeah, you stick to the bullet points. It's great. Yeah. So, um, what do we think? Homer Defined. This is. A classic episode. Yeah, I like it. Burns. Burns, Burns. steals the show every time. <laughs> you know what's great? The the entire, like, I love how kind of loose the, the up until the reactor yeah. meltdown is. Like, the whole story isn't going anywhere. Yeah, they're like, talking about their weekends. Yeah, they're yeah. just talking about the weekend. It's like, okay, this is just a normal day now, right? It's a classic calm before the storm. Yeah, and it feels really, it's really, really funny because I feel like the writers are just getting a lot to play with. Because it's like, okay, we have like three minutes before the, before the nuclear meltdown has to happen. So let's just give Burns and Smithers something to talk about. Anything, really. And it's hilarious. We get our introduction to Hercules. <laughs> His little Yorkshire Terrier. Smithers Yorkshire Terrier, which is fantastic. Uh, it's a little joke, because he's a <laughs> tiny dog, and he's named Hercules. Here's a question for the experts. Mm. Uh, has Simpson A already been established at this point? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It's already into its long-runningness. And he, um, if you'll remember, like after he saves the plant, Monty Burns comes down and he says... 
Simpson Monty Burns, come with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He introduces yeah, so him as if his son didn't save his life in the previous season. Right. Yeah, at this point they've already had many like memorable encounters, and so it's already been established that this is a running joke that he always forgets who he is. Right? Yeah, it's it's very funny. Um, Craig, what do you think of this one? Oh, thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> great. No, it's serious. It's 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 great. All right. I, I like both plots. I like. Uh, yeah, you see, that was something I was going to ask you about. Because um, you're not... You infamously hate B-plots. Yeah. Uh, no, this is a great B-plot. I love I love examining the Bart-Milhouse relationship. Yeah. I it's, I especially love... Uh, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but I love um, especially the moment where Marge actually sits down and it descri- like explains why they're friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're always sheep in the, in the mm-hmm. pageant. No, I, I, love, I love examining that relationship. Because that's what the show's about. It's about the different relationships between the different characters. It also provides great insight to the relationship between Bart and Marge, Mm -hmm. which is incredibly important because Mm. she's the only one who truly understands him. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do love the line, like, it's probably my favorite part of the episode that's not a joke, um, where she says he has a spark. Mm-hmm. In him, but it makes him do bad like, things. It, he's not a bad person, and he has a spark. Yeah, it, it's not a bad thing, but it makes him do bad things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's a perfect explanation of who someone like Bart, yeah, truly is. Right? He's um, a little, he's a little ragamuffin. He's a yeah. little rascal. Yeah, and he noticed, and, and he, knows... he really cares about Milhouse. He at, yeah. like, yeah. He, it's not like just this nerdy friend that like, ah, oh, if he wasn't there, it doesn't matter. Like without Milhouse, he's he's lost. Yeah, yeah. He's quick to playing chess with a baby, <laughs> Monopoly. And chess. And chess. Do they play chess? Yeah. She had the queen in her. They play chess. When he gets the, that's oh. two episodes in a row. Where Bart plays chess. Where Bart's playing chess. Uh, oh, that's right. Well, this is where they're defining him as the chess champion for the next season, guys. <laughs> that's, that's right. right. Yeah. That didn't really go anywhere there. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of dropped that plot. I wish they kept going. Like, hey, well, maybe they have. Maybe they have and we just haven't seen it, guys. Like, like a... Season 29. Fisher, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's... You're welcome... Simpsons writers right Al now. Gene. Make yeah, Al fucking Gene. <laughs> There's your center square. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Got it. Um but yeah, no, I was gonna say like he's Bart is very quick to um like basically prank Millhouse to make things quote unquote even. Yeah. Because he just wants things to go back to normal. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't want to hold a grudge against Millhouse or anything. He's just like, okay, you don't invite me to your birthday, whatever, fine. I'll like, here, I'll do something that to you. Yeah. About him. Yeah. Where he was just so quick to be like, Okay, now we're even, let's go play. Yeah. Yeah, like not inviting somebody to your birthday, that's a pretty huge thing. Yeah. Like when you invite And like, at first the, he's the, totally the bus bummed about driver. It. Yeah. 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 And I think it's like a that's a that's a normal progression for his character where at first he's super bummed about it and he's like he doesn't understand and then finally he's just like, you know what, whatever. It happened. Bart always I just want to go back to normal. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I, I love the that uh, I guess it is the B plot. It, it, it's it's not very. I mean, it doesn't have that classic Simpsons like. Oh, it surprises you. Like it just it ha- it ends exactly how you think it's going to. Yeah. They just go back to being friends, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It um it it really ties up really easily. Is probably my only problem with it. <laughs> um, all it took was Marge going to see uh, Milhouse's mom, but she used that speech, which is I just I just think it's so nice. Which is great. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. And but but it's 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 got that classic like twenty two minute episode. We have to wrap this up now, yeah, because we have another act to do where the main story needs to wrap up. Then. But to be fair, I'd say the main plot has more of a problem with an ending than. Yeah. Like, literally, he just does the thing again, and they're like, okay, you're not a hero, and then they look at a dictionary where his picture's in it, and they're just like, 
Now our father belongs to the ages. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I, just... I, I like the way they do it. It does a nice like rule of three where like that's how they end it. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. No, like, I don't know. He's a shitty it. thing and then he's a shitty thing and then he's just like not so <laughs> shitty thing. It's, just, it's an all right thing. But... Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Or whatever. This, this, this episode, I think, survives on the premise of the story and the jokes that, they're, that they infuse the story with, not with the execution of the story. Sure. Um, because you're right. I think the 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 resolution uh, of both plots, I think, are kind of bleh. yeah. Like I'm not saying they're very funny. It they're very work. sweet. It's just I, yeah. to me, it was just very clear. It was like, oh, that's the end. Okay. <laughs> like there wasn't I, a very I, like I just I want to I want to be able to nitpick these episodes because if we don't, I'll just literally fawn over them <laughs> yeah. the entire time. And well, who wants to listen to two to four people <laughs> fawning over? Seven seasons of The Simpsons. You know one of the reasons it makes this episode likable, like the reasons you might subconsciously like this episode, mm. is that like as opposed to last week when we did the whole Homer's versus Flanders thing, where Homer's is an asshole the yeah. whole time. Homer in this episode is actually really nice and like sweet and humble, and he doesn't like he really doesn't want people glorifying. Yeah, he knows that he got this out yeah. of like luck, and so when people are like, "Oh, like you're a hero and all this," he's just like, "Like." Uh, thank you. He's like, but... stop, stop, stop. Yeah, yeah. And like Lisa's uh, attention to him, her her silent awe. Or whatever. <laughs> I love that part. What are you doing? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm looking at you with quiet awe. As long as it's quiet. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> no, I like that. I, I like when Homer's like a nice guy and not an asshole. Agreed. Yeah. Lovable oaf. Yes. Yeah. That's that's where his character's humble. Yeah. Popularity doth lie. Mm-hmm. One thing I was thinking a lot about in this episode is how The Simpsons is so effortlessly funny in the things that surround the main story. Everything in the background, to me, of everything, if there's any background gag, I think it's the funniest thing. Mm -hmm. If it lasts two seconds, if it's in the background, anything with, like, Kent Brockman has, like, got something pictured behind him is usually (laughs) so, so funny. Like Montgomery Burns with hair? Like Montgomery Burns with obviously photoshopped hair. (laughs) Um, All, like, the little vignettes of the... The core meltdown, like, yeah. after it's been uh, dissipated. Yeah. <laughs> like, the people praying and they're just, like, slapping their foreheads, like, how silly of us. <laughs> <laughs> Will I ever see you again? Sure, baby. Night's meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> the rats yeah. rushing back towards the yeah, plant. Yeah. Yeah. Next meltdown. <laughs> There's a lot of the time in, in a lot of the most classic and best Simpsons episodes... They frame the entire second act with just that. Just short vignettes. A uh, great example is one we watched yesterday at Woohoo Simpsons Trivios, um, the PTA disbands. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the second act, after the teachers go on strike, is just a series of vignettes showing Bart, Lisa, and all the kids getting into hijinks while the teachers just are Just dealing on strike. with the strike. Yeah, yeah just hmm. dealing with it in very, very quick scenes. That's one of the funniest episodes of that show. And it's one Absolutely. of the best episodes yeah. of all time. So my top ten. <laughs> oh no, the PJ isn't disbanding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just brushes himself off. I just never remembered it, but I recently watched it, because I recently watched all of season six, I think that's from, mm-hmm. and I laughed my way through the entire episode, not even remembering what I was even laughing at, but... I just remember thinking that was a really good episode. It's got, it's got a lot of classic moments that you don't realize are in that episode, yeah. like Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Um, right. <laughs> the, the taxes, the finger thing means the taxes. Well, and the, guy, just like, um, the one thing I always remember is a guy in the crowd. The guy in the crowd was like, oh, oh the... Yeah. 
so good. Yeah. But we're talking about this episode right yes. now. <laughs> yes. But that's that that's that's what I mean. Like the like there's they they eventually see that yes, these quick jokes we can inflate them to a few more seconds long yeah. and make an entire eight minute act break out of it. And that's basically what they do in several of the uh, in, in several episodes going forward. We're gonna have to point those out. When that's that's, a, that's when a great like that. That's what Simpsons does best, I think, is like what you just described. I wouldn't know how to put it into words so eloquently, but the writer over here. <laughs> I would like to see a Tumblr page of just all the signs in The Simpsons, just like mm. road signs mm-hmm. and business signs, church signs. Catch- like they're so good. Yeah. Yeah. Or like newspaper headlines. Oh, newspaper yeah. headlines. Um, whenever they have like things at like convention center or whatnot, it'll be like yeah. tonight, this, tomorrow, yeah, next week. You know, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. That's just fun. That's just fun writing. You know, that's that's stuff that the writers just you can tell just love yeah. doing yeah. that stuff. Those they, little things. Like that's that's one of the reasons why it's always been called a writer show is because the writers were able to make it so dense. Yeah. Right. Like the 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 scripts get to be like filled with jokes. Right. Uh, every time there's a sign. Yeah. The writers take full advantage of it. Yeah. Every time there's a little gag to be done, they they make it work on multiple levels. Even visual, even little visual things like having like a billion Smithers pictures. And then yeah. Want, yeah. You that's know, fantastic. It's so telling, and it just takes two seconds to show. Yeah. yeah. They never like Smithers never says, "But I've won all the employees of the month." Yeah. Ever. Right? But he wants it again, and that's why oh, yeah. he's so upset yeah. about it, right? Yeah. They just show it to yeah. you, right? It's this little gift to the audience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like here's his motivation. There you go. Now you know. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> and they they do that. They Golden Age Simpsons does it better than any other show. Sweet. Wonderful. <laughs> all right. Uh, do we have? Are we all in agreement? Oh. We like the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, except for Golden Age Cleveland. Golden Age Cleveland show does it pretty well too, guys. Oh yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I forgot about the Cleveland show. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> I'd argue there hasn't been a Golden Age of the Cleveland show um, yet. <laughs> it's been canceled. It canceled. It's been canceled. Oh. The second season, though, guys. I've never seen the show. <laughs> wow! Second season through the roof, <laughs> blew the lid off it. Amazing. Who saw that coming? His house, a wall of his house falls down and he slides out of it in a bathtub like every episode. <laughs> that only happens in Family Guy. But, but that's not what we're talking about. See? Yeah. You know. Yeah. This is why you shouldn't be here. Do you ever, no. do you ever, ever have a friend who like always says something like, yeah, I guess you should actually check out the second season of the Cleveland show. It's actually really good. And you're like, you realize it's not good because you said actually. <laughs> uh, no, I can't say that I have actually had a friend like that until Craig got over here. So. I've never seen the Cleveland show. You're wearing a Cleveland show shirt. You oh, clearly love it. I thought I had this buttoned up. God. <laughs> Uh, Guys, so- all I'm thinking about is that there's a, there's a new episode of the Cleveland Show on my PVR downstairs. <laughs> it's all I'm thinking. Of. Oh my god! <laughs> I recorded it on tape. <laughs> I want it on hard copy. <laughs> Forever. But what are we talking about? The the Samsons here? <laughs> Samsonite. Yeah. <laughs> so this Sam- is pre Samsonite. this is pre Cleveland Show. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is pre Cleveland Show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Age. <laughs> so. You want to talk a little bit about the reference desk? Uh, before we do that, yeah. I think we should uh, check into the guest house. Oh, nice! 
Nice! <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I love it. To all you listening, I'm just as lost as you are. I don't know why this is funny. Welcome to the guest house. <laughs> Staying in the guest house this week, we have John, John Lovitz as... <laughs> as oh, James, James gets it. James is... <laughs> You don't as, get it still? No, I still don't as get it. As Aristotle Amadopoulos. The guest star of the, of the episode. No, no, no. I, okay, stays, okay, I got that. Stays but. in the guest house of two bad neighbors. Get it? You see, it's funny. Because no, it's a joke. It's funny because it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> because it's not funny. That, that's that's Two bad neighbors disagree. Two out of two bad neighbors. This is not a Craigment. This is the guest house. house. You're not in the guest house, all right? All right. right. And you know what? Oh, I just got it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. You're staying on the couch in the living room of the guest house. I'll take your pity laugh. That's great. Uh, Yeah, John Lovitz plays uh, Aristotle Amadopoulos, the owner of the Shelbyville nuclear power plant. And you he also plays. Again? Yes. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, this is his. He comes back in Homer at the Bat. Yep. However, he's voiced by Dan Castellaneta in that case. Yeah. Well. Um, and that's his first appearance, so he comes Just back like again. Just a genie in the second Aladdin. He's <laughs> also Mr. Devereaux. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> On the soap opera. Oh, I love that. Watching. I love that. Yeah. 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 Call yeah. me Mr. Devereaux. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also in the guest house, uh, sleeping ironically on the floor, is, uh, Magic Johnson. Why is he on the floor? I don't know. I don't know. It's better for his back, he claims. He uh, lost a bet or something? I don't know. Well, he's anyway, got AIDS. Irvin he? Magic Johnson. Does well, he have AIDS? He's got, like, one aid. Like... <laughs> no, yeah, he did. He got HIV. Yeah. yeah. But he's... Is he okay now? He's doing okay. Well, well, that's what I mean. He's probably, like, down to, like, one aid. Like... Yeah. <laughs> And while we're in the guest house, I can talk a little bit about Magic Johnson because yeah, he was the first athlete, first first pro athlete, pro athlete. to star oh. on The Simpsons, and would be followed only a few episodes later, or is Homer at bat in the next in the next season? Homer at the bat is in season three. Is in season three. Yeah, so yeah, Daryl Strawberry. Only a few episodes later, he will be followed by many, many. Many major when, league baseball, baseball players. When is Joe Namath? Come on, is that later? Joe Namath? No. I'm Joe Namath. That's um, <laughs> that's season nine. Oh no, 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 no! The one where Bart plays football. Yeah, that's yeah, it's called nine. Bart Stars. That's season nine. Season nine? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my personal favorite episodes of that what? season. Yeah. Season nine. Holy crap! Yeah. He uh, talks about vapor lock. Yeah, it was just vapor lock. <laughs> Vapor uh, lock. I thought that was much Vapor. earlier. I have no gauge. Of we had a lot of fun here today. Episodes. You know, it's not funny. Yeah. Yeah. Vapor, Vapor lock. lock. Uh, That's a strange. Are we strange. done in the guest house? Yeah, we're done. Let's close the door. <sighs> okay, I want to talk about Larry Johnson. Wait, Larry Johnson? Magic Johnson? That's the one. You want to talk about magic? Oh, right, let's talk a little bit about magic. I just want to right. say I I really love like one of my favorite parts in the episode is when he's like, and I don't really fully like maybe it's an inside sports thing where he's like. Like, Magic Johnson, if you play on this ankle, you'll be in severe pain. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't I, get that. I find it so funny, yeah. but I'm not sure if I know why. I think it's because, for me, it's because they're so confident in the joke that I don't get. <laughs> 
I, yeah, well, and just like I, I just love his delivery of that. I yeah. don't know why. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, obviously, this is funny. <laughs> and like, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but in Homer at the Bat, which is also one of my top ten episodes of all time, that's one of the things I love about the episode is that it's a bunch of pro athletes who are clearly not actors delivering really funny lines, and for some reason, they're flat like. No acting delivery makes it so much funnier. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> I love it so much. And so, yeah, that's uh, Magic Johnson. Good work. That's actually like something I appreciate about SNL sometimes, mm-hmm. too, is that they really milk their guest stars' inability to perform. <laughs> yeah. Like Wayne Gretzky on SNL, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Peyton Manning Oh yeah, on SNL is... Michael Phelps. ...is very funny, yeah. Like, uh, I think... I, I found Peyton Manning absolutely hysterical because he's like... They 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 do exactly what you just said, and he is game for it. Yeah, right? he knows he's not good at it, but he does, and it's fun. Yeah, it's great. Um, so we have uh, I have like there's there's a there's an interesting little bit of actual censorship in this episode that I found out about. Oh, um, the script um, originally contained. The two uses of the word ass. One's oh, from Bart shit. and one's from Burns. Uh, this was the first time a character in the show had used this word. Hmm. Led to problems with network censors. And the censors forced the producers to remove one. And it was from Bart. Oh, I was going to say. Ass? He was. Yeah. Sub- no, no. Burns says ass. Because I'll have to kiss my sorry ass goodbye. Yeah. May I, sir? And. Bart says, bad influence my butt, instead of, he was supposed mm. to say, bad influence my ass. What about huge ass? That That's, was, they're not saying ass, they're saying jazz. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get away with it. Yeah. Huge ass. Hello, I'm huge ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is a prank that kind of backfires. Also, it's a later episode. Now. Yeah, that's Flaming Moe's. Yeah, it's coming up. I know. Oh, okay. So, sorry, guys. Yeah. I, I, so, yeah. get it together. Okay. Get your shit and get it together. Is this a segment of Craig apologizes? Is this... No, no. Well, no. you did already. So I do not. You. No, no. I do not apologize. There was an ironic apology. Oh. Apology. I, I do not apologize. Oh. I, I don't know the order of the episodes. You I'm were sorry, you guys. It. You were sending your apology. I was sin- No, no. I, I... <laughs> God damn it, James, back me up here. Is this a segment called Craig is flustered? <laughs> oh. Uh, do we? Do you guys know who um, Aristotle Amadopoulos was supposed to be modeled after? I think I'm going like to add the... a square to the uh, bingo where the, the hosts are mean to the guests. <laughs> it's a good. It's so a good if option. anyone's playing bingo, That's you just check. got another one. <laughs> add that to your bingo card. <laughs> will, you, yeah. will you like make a bingo card for us? I so will we can, actually we can distribute it. Put, I've only got Al, Alan references his favorite episodes. Alan references Homer Bat. Alan references you only move twice. Wait, I've got about sixteen <laughs> rules so far. I need how many? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Bingo. B I N G O. Five times five. Five. Twenty-five. Thank you. Being twenty-five. Um, Aristotle, based off the philosopher, the Greek philosopher. After the uh, Greek shipping magnate. Aristotle on also, He's also a philosopher. He's also a philosopher. Who yeah. taught Plato. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Plato Aristophanes, actually. And Plato went on to create the children's uh, putty that everyone loves. That's right. That's right. They eat the it. The dough, if you will. <laughs> this dough, <laughs> if you will. 
You know, you're on. All right. Luann Van Houten also makes Ah, her first appearance, yeah. What? Really? This is her first appearance, and we haven't seen Kirk yet. Nope. Oh, really? As far as we know, Luann is a single mother. That's right. She'd be better off. Kirk is a fan favorite, though. Why do Kirk Kirk and Luann look like each other? (laughs) No, it's weird. Yeah, that is weird. It is weird. It's Uh, super weird. She's so much better off without him. I mean, the 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 reason Shut is up, Kirk. All right. <laughs> the reason in production words is just that they wanted to model them to look like Billhouse, and I don't think they thought too much about like what that implica- implication means. Yeah. So they just got married because they were like, oh, hey, you look like me. I guess like, yeah, I guess you're attractive. Well, I, I mean, like Luann, like who knows what Luann's actual hair color is because she doesn't have eyebrows. That's right. So that might be like a dye. What you don't. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that was the first time she'd ever been shown. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Mm. Very first. Not the last. Thank goodness. <laughs> Sweet Fanny Adams. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, so, guys, favorite jokes, and then we'll move on. James, you go first. I don't know. <laughs> I liked Burns talking about movies. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great extended little thing. Yeah, right? was... and when it cuts back into him saying that, like, What's her face could do more with one raised eyebrow, <laughs> <laughs> and then the nuclear yeah. plant starts to melt down. Yeah, <laughs> as it does, as humans want to do. Yeah, Alan. Oh, um, I think it's it's the soap opera. The, <laughs> just a little clip. I love those. Like uh, most of the time, when the Simpsons have like their own world of. Entertainment, uh-huh. it's so great. Like the movies that they show, uh-huh. McBain, Itchy and Scratchy, all that stuff is just always so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Itchy and Scratchy episode hmm. in this one, uh, the My Dinner with Andre one. Uh, I loved it, and there's just a, an amazing thing after it because it cuts back to the kids, and it, as is classic Itchy and Scratchy. Cut back form. One of the kids is laughing, and the one who has something going on isn't because right. they're not focused. Right? right. And Lisa's laughing and laughing and laughing, and she looks over at Bart. And she's like, "What's wrong? Too subtle?" <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a great little boink in joke. And we did mention while we were watching it, like the, the writers of The Simpsons must have some sort of weird infatuation with. My Dinner with Andre, because they made it into a video game. Yeah. After all. Crego. Uh, I don't know. I think I'll have to agree with that. I like that. Call me Mr. Devereaux. I, <laughs> I, I, I think that's pretty funny. One last thing that occurred to me while watching this episode is, how could anyone grow up watching The Simpsons and not innately distrust nuclear technology. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, for me, I think it was, I, and this is, my own ignorance coming uh, about, but I think I didn't realize it was a real thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought it yeah. was a thing made up for the show. <laughs> really? For the longest time, yeah. My dad actually worked in a plant. Oh, a, a, a nuclear power plant? A nuclear plant, yeah. Oh. At the, the, the Bruce plant in um, Your Ontario. dad is Homer Simpson. No, but he worked with a guy who was. Your dad kind of looks like Homer. Hmm. No. He's no. got a lot more hair, and he's not yellow. I said kinda. <laughs> you know, I saw, I saw a picture of your dad. He didn't yeah. look like Homer. Yeah, he looks exactly like him. He looks like... And you look like Bart. Oh, my God. Your dad? And your sister is Lisa... What is... Oh, my God. Well, her name is Lisa Simpson. Holy shit. (laughs) No, his his family looks nothing like the Simpsons, Alan. (laughs) 
Your dad looks like Gil, if anything. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't beat a Coleco. Let's talk <laughs> rust proofing. <laughs> Shut up, Gil. What, 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 what Simpsons characters do your parents look like, folks? <laughs> Send us an email. <laughs> leave us a comment on the Facebook wall. You know who my dad actually kind of looks like? Is the um, the director of uh, the Streetcar Named Desire musical. My dad Llewellyn? A- yeah, yeah. My dad actually looks like that guy. Llewellyn Sinclair? I was going to say Elia Kazan. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> he directed Streetcar Named Desire, the film, and the theater, and oh, Broadway. Then that's a very intelligent joke. <laughs> Brando. No. Sure yeah, no, 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 Marlon Brando, he was an actor. My, my, no, 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 yeah, yeah. No. He's an actor, it's a profession some he people was do. Super profession, man. that's what people do uh, to okay. get money. Money, money that's, that's, that's an exchange for goods and services. Yeah. Services? Services are a thing you perform Blow for jobs. someone. Like, yeah, perform? Exactly Blowjobs, yeah. uh, well. Perform? <laughs> Blowjobs, Perform is acting full circle. Oh, there we go. And like father... Thanks, Homer. And like father, like cloud. Let's, uh, let's, let's, this let's, is the worst ever. <laughs> I think it was a pretty effortless segue. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about acting? This episode's about showbiz? Come on. Yeah, totes. We got totes it. Totes goats. <laughs> Jobin. So, Craig, what's this episode about? Uh, it is about, it's a crusty episode. Yep. It's a crusty episode-ish. Mm. The first act is about Krusty. Um, it, it, it's about Krusty's long-lost relationship with his father, mm-hmm. who we've uh, never heard about at this point. We've never heard much about Krusty's backstory. Never even his real name. Uh, no, never his real name, but it turns out he is a, uh, he's a Jew. He's a Jew <laughs> whose father was a rabbi. Well, it's a technical term. He's yeah, a Jew. You can it's, say the whole word. Yeah, all right. His, his father... <laughs> I'm on your side. All right. <laughs> <laughs> His, well, as Louis C.K. pointed out, it's a word that, like, is the worst <laughs> thing you ca- could call people, or just the appropriate thing, depending <laughs> yeah, on... If you put some stank on it. Yeah, Jew! Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. See, even then, I got cringy. Yeah. <laughs> I was giving a bad example. Okay, so yeah, yeah. he is a... He's a Jew! He's a... He's <laughs> Jewish! condescending. Yeah, alright, okay. He's, he's Jewish, his father is a rabbi, but his father... His father did not want him to go into the... Entertainment, entertainment industry, mm. you might say, but he did nonetheless. Unless he was gonna be a musician or or like uh, like an actor or a or a jazz singer, not a comedian. And not, so not his father comedian. somewhat relentlessly disowns him. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, like doesn't want to talk to him. Twenty five years go by, and there's, there's not forty five. Twenty five. He says twenty five at the end. Did you say forty five? Okay, how old would Krusty have to be? Twenty-five years. How old would Krusty have to be if it was forty-five? Pretty old, but that's—I thought it was weird too. But I heard forty-five. No, no it's, it's, it's twenty-five. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's twenty-five. Even though Krusty is like, in later episodes, we find out that Krusty is super old, like because he had, he had a moon landing episode. <laughs> Don't even want to know. No, it's like, there's like classic, there's classic crusty yeah. from the seventies. And there's no B plot to this episode, so that is basically the whole plot. And the vehicles behind this episode are Bart and Lisa, you know, as usual when it's something to do with Krusty, <laughs> uh, trying to get these two these two crazies back together. Yeah. 
Uh, one of my favorite things about this episode is how it ties into Krusty Gets Busted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's essentially a sequel. It, yeah, it starts to establish a continuity in the show, yeah. which is rare. With very rare, early especially on. using season one yeah. as a continuity. And actually showing a clip from season one. Yeah, which like, was ah. a mistake. <laughs> just it was like, ah. jarring. Yeah. It was yeah. jarring. She yeah. wig him with black hair and dark skin yeah. and <laughs> weird voice. Weird voice. Just Hank Azaria talking like Hank Azaria. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is a, just something that's, that's fun. Uh, a guy named Jeffrey Lynch and... Brad Bird direct this episode together, um, and this you may know Brad Bird from such films as Tomorrowland, The Iron Giant. Oh no, just Tomorrowland. Oh. Just Tomorrowland. It's his best film, <laughs> which I have seen all of. <laughs> is it out? What is it out? I don't know. It came uh, in June. Oh, I'm I sorry, guys. I didn't see it. Technically, I haven't seen any movies this year. No. Yeah, like, any movies at all? Yeah, it, it was. Made... I've seen maybe two movies this year. Seriously, man? Yeah, there's been a few good ones. Like, yeah, some really good ones. Yeah, check out Ex Machina. Well, that's a what have you been doing? I don't know. I don't know, guys. You I... go to the mountains a lot. Oh, I went on a hike with my girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> I saw a Grizzly Bear this summer. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, I saw Grizzly Man. She's a great fan. <laughs> Do you feel feel bad for that guy? No. No, no me neither. <laughs> He's an idiot. Yeah. He got eaten by bears. No, no, no. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the movie Grizzly Man. I love bears. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you seen Bears by Disney? <laughs> I have. No one dies. I have because I love bears. Oh, yeah. Brother Bear. I mean, a bunch of the bears Brother probably Bear? died. Brother Bear sucks. Oh, I haven't seen Brother Bear. It's bad, though. Have you seen Brother Bear 2? No. Why would I? Have you seen Homeward Bound? Yeah, there's a bear in that. Yeah, you Homeward Bound Bart, too. Played by Bart the Bear, actually. Oh, oh. yeah. What about Wild America? Have you seen that? Dude, I love Wild America. Yeah, with, John, with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> nice. Yeah. nice, dude. I, this I is actually... a segment I like to call the Bear Bones. <laughs> I have Craig McHugh. You guys can't. Bear, I'm just saying. You may not know this about me, and it's actually true, but I'm I love bears. I'm bears obs- are awesome. I'm obsessed oh, with bears. They're probably my second favorite animal. See, see what's your what's... first favorite animal? Otters. Nice. Seeing right. one in real life wasn't so cool, though. I, I'm just going to say was that. It, was it like, mm. so, oh, it wasn't in captivity. It was. No, 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 no. I, I saw a bear in the wild that could have killed near me. you? Yes, it was How like, close? it was like from me to that chair. Just so you guys know, that chair was like 10 feet away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so you could just said 10 feet. <laughs> that bear was 10 feet away from me. And it was a big-ass grizzly bear. It was not cool. Was it uh, burying its fangs or standing on its hind it legs? It did stand on its hind legs. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. It was. Ooh, it was. It wow. was terrifying. What did you do? I, we, we didn't have any bear spray. The one time we didn't bring freaking bear spray. Um, my decision. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, we just they yelled like at that. it. They run away. Don't fight it. We, 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 just yelled, we just we just yelled at it and screamed at it until it until eventually just went away. And then it, it, it seemed disinterested altogether. You just yelled at it. Yeah. Just, was like it, obscenities or, or yeah, you make no fuck yeah. you bear. No, seriously, you, we did. Did you yell racial epithets at it? We they did. We, really we did swear, like though, that. because we were desperate and, and terrified. Like, we, was it you and Maggie? It, it was me and Maggie. We were oh, trying to ask Oh, he ripped you two apart. Well, yeah, yeah, oh, I know. Tiny. Maggie tried to make herself look big, adorably. Mm, right. But, <laughs> but, it, but you know what? I, I feel like both of us were, were fairly stoic through the whole thing. So, so, so I was proud of us. Like, like we didn't freak out, right, you know? Right. If we didn't, we didn't run or anything, because then we would have been dead. But, but yeah. it was uh, overall... So, this, so, so, so that's what's so. so how, this is my "How have you been?" segment. That's, I was just about I to so. say yeah. when I asked you how have you been on the last episode that you were on March when we started. You told me you knew. <laughs> do you know the rules? You said you did. 
Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah I. No, it was brutal, dude. But like, but but now it's a cool story. Yeah, it's sure. A very cool yeah, story. now it's a cool story. But I'm now but you're now alive. you're hearing about all these like grizzly attacks that have been going on. And you're going like, well, could have been you. Could have been me. Yeah. Didn't even have bear spray the one time. I didn't bring any for God's sake. Well, you'll be packing it from now on. Yeah. Oh, you know you can use bear spray on other things. That well, just... that's great, Greg, but I didn't fucking have it. So <laughs> one shot of that, and you're south of the border. <laughs> mm, incapacitating. I've never heard that <laughs> euphemism for getting. No, we put it on your eggs. Yeah. Uh huh. It's a Simpsons quote. It's a Simpsons reference. South of the border. Yeah. yeah. Oh really? <laughs> I think, the, I think the implication is that it's like Mexican. Yeah, it's no, it's like spicy. Spicy, like Mexican. Super spicy. Oh, like, yeah. you know, Mexican people, they're really like spicy and fiery. Isn't there also a Simpsons gag where Homer goes, Don't worry, I brought plenty of bear spray. <laughs> <laughs> what episode is that I from? I don't know. That, it, it is from The Simpsons, I know. I mean, if you could see Homer doing it, I maybe, totally can. Maybe it's a later episode. I had maybe. a friend who wanted to try out her bear mace, so she just. Sprayed it in her sink and had to go to the hospital because it shoots. Yeah. So oh yeah. No. 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 Seriously, everywhere. if you ever have to use bear spray, they say like it, you are going to get some of it. Yeah. But at least the bear is getting the full blast. Yeah. And he's going to be like, oh fuck, I'm yeah. out of here. And he's going to run away. So don't spray it in your sink, folks. Oh uh, yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't spray it like like PSA. Don't. Don't ever test it. Like yeah. seriously, and it's hard because you want to like you want to practice before you actually see a bear in the wild. But don't ever like don't like. Like maybe fill it up with water and test it that way, but sure. yeah, I don't, I don't know, but don't. I say just test it on a bear. Yeah, if you ever run into one, like just, that's, just go find that's a bear. The ideal like testing grounds on a bear. Yeah, that's yeah. Go find a bear. Don't just go out. <laughs> don't like to look for bears. it. Yeah. If well, you happen upon a bear, how did we like this episode? That's you like the episode with Ben the bear, gentle Ben. <laughs> Gentle Ben. No, Ben. No. Uh, <laughs> is that a Simpsons thing? Yeah, oh. it is. Oh, I don't know. Good all, guess. It's all Simpsons references with these guys. It's yeah, I know. It's weird that we're. <laughs> Do you remember doing... the episode? It's like it's like in a later season, but we're like we're home. We're like befriends a bear, and like they meets at the dump, and then he like helps yeah. it get back to like a wilderness. Yeah, yeah. that sounds weird. Awful. One. There's also oh. one where Maggie befriends a bear. Is that called The Simpsons? That's Call of the Simpsons. Yeah, that is Call of the Simpsons. That's like really Season early, one. though. Yeah. yeah, that's really early. I don't like that one either. Nope. It's got Cowboy Bob in it. That's fine. So, just so you know, <laughs> any episode where there's a bear, it sucks. No, the one with Gentle Ben is funny. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. What about the one with Smokey the Bear? I don't yeah, remember. The, the, I don't remember the, the Mountain of Madness. <laughs> is that the one with the button? Yeah. yeah. Who, only who can prevent forest oh, fires? I like the one, though. You have selected you, meaning me. <laughs> Which is wrong. The correct <laughs> answer is you. Remember the one where they were the helicopters trying to save them from the fire? Barney and Lisa and Bart and the bear comes and takes them. <laughs> <laughs> and, over, oh, and he cuts the ladder <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And let's not forget the bear patrol tax. Yeah, yeah. Right? The bear patrol. That's right. Isn't that a family with the bears, No, let the bears play the, pay the bear tax. I pay the homer tax. That's the homeowner tax, Dad. And that, yeah, that's the, um, that's the Proposition 24 one. Yes. Uh, much ado about nothing. Much ado about nothing. There you go. We've made a lot of hay out of this bare bones segment. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, that was bare bones! With I Greg think, McHugh. I feel like next time we shouldn't even watch episodes, we should just give them, like, a noun and be like, give us all the Simpsons <laughs> references to do with this. That would oh, yeah. be an interesting, uh... 
little game. Yeah. <laughs> interesting for some. But <laughs> you proposed it, yeah, so I, I assume uh, you think it's interesting. Yeah. Um, all right, so anyway. This, like this, Father, Like Clown. This I love this episode, Greg. Yeah, good. Let me talk. Good, go, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I do, but I do love this episode. Um, it's, uh, like, I love the, like like you mentioned <laughs> quite a while ago, uh, the continuity that's kind of mm. started to develop with Krusty, um, that we'll see uh, much, pretty much any time he interacts with the family, mm-hmm. um, as well as the the whole father-son uh, dynamic. Um, I, I'm a sucker for father-son stories in general. Um, Finding Nemo. Yeah, that was about a um, <laughs> yeah, they're fish. Right. But, yeah. It's weird. There will be blood. There will be blood. It's kind of yeah. It's a... The two main ones. Yeah, those yeah. are the two <laughs> main Father yeah. and Son movies. That's a good double feature. Yeah. Al- Alf. Alf starring Will Ferrell. That's a good, good one. Good yeah. I thought you meant Alf. Yeah, I was thinking Alf. <laughs> no, you never see Alf's he father. Ne- he never finds his father. Yeah, you never see Alf's father. Oh, Alf and his son. The government. <laughs> yeah. Anywho... Uh, I also love uh, learning about Cressy's backstory and yeah. his heritage and all that. Like, it's really, uh, it's really, it makes a lot of sense, I think. And um, Jackie Mason is great. Yes, he is. Uh, he's in, he's staying in the guest house this this week. Yeah, and he won, he wins an Emmy for this. Yes, he does. And he returns to The Simpsons much later, season fifteen and season oh. twenty one. And then dies in, season, in 26. season 26. How do you guys know all this? Well, because, so, season 26's premiere was yeah. a big, like, the, uh, they were, uh, oh, they were publicity gonna about, yeah, they're gonna kill a character. That's pretty. And so it's like, oh, like, who's it gonna be? Oh, maybe Lenny. Oh, maybe it'll be this guy. And then it's like, oh, it's Krusty's dad. Who's been in the show twice before. <laughs> yeah. That's really lame. So, oh. yeah, it was Oh, yeah, you can blame Al Jean for that. <laughs> But I thought I remember the big like hullabaloo in the media being that when they killed Maud. That was over a decade earlier. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, and they o- did that over, because... over and there and there was like like almost two decades earlier, wasn't it? She not died season in six and eleven, I think. No. Yeah. It's post season. I don't know. I yeah. I don't know about this stuff. <laughs> After season ten, I'm old. I mean, send a correction or omission. In the way, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, but no, there, no, there was some right. hullabaloo was, about that, her. That was um, a big deal, but that was like that wasn't like a gimmick or anything. They kind it was of, a regular character, yeah. regular enough that it had an impact on the show. For yeah, sure. but they Rusty's haven't really dad, done like, much with her for a while because the the actress who played her was in a contract dispute. Oh, so they killed her character. Doesn't <laughs> it, um, Maggie Roswell? I think Maggie Roswell, but she plays other characters in the show. Yeah, she came back. Yeah, she came back after a little while. Yeah. And she's back on the show. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I just want to kill her main character. Be like, yeah, this is, we could do this to all your characters, too. <laughs> you know, just so you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was the one who died. Like, this episode is so much funnier than I remember it. I, when we started this episode, I was like, this is one that I'm not very excited to see. Nope. I don't care. When we when we were watching it, I it was so it's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's actually so funny, and it's super dense. Um, just just a really great one. The the movie, the sorry, the, the the episode is basically a huge homage to the jazz singer, mm-hmm. right? Um, to the movie The Jazz Singer, and when um, 
he finds out that his when when the rabbi finds out that Krusty has been the clown that's performing, uh, he stands up and he says, "You've brought shame onto this family. You're supposed to be a rabbi, or you could have been an actor or a jazz singer." But this is completely different. He actually drops the line, "If you were yeah. a jazz singer, this would be different." Right, um, and it's like a scene right out of the movie. Um, this episode is filled with great uh, pop culture references like that, like um, the jazz singer Godfather Two. Mm-hmm. We got that classic, the uh, concert for Bangladesh by George Harrison. What's the Godfather reference? Um, the like flashback. The flashback They're walking down the street. Yeah, like oh okay, little. And the people are coming up to him instead of Little Italy. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, of course... And then, of course, all the Bible quoting from the Old Testament. That's pretty popular. Uh, (laughs) Everyone's kind of into the New Testament these days. And Bart playing chess while quoting Sammy Davis Jr. Yes, I can. Mm -hmm. So, those are some great references. Great. Oh, my papa. It's a song they sing at the end. Yeah. And I, uh, I I totally agree with you. I think the the expanding on the backstory of of Krusty as a uh, as a Jewish entertainer is just a kind of a stroke of brilliance. Mm-hmm. Um, and giving him the name Herschel Krustovsky yeah. uh, is also just I, I think that name is a really really funny, but also a really really great way to tell us who he is. Do you know who pitched that? No, Al Jean. Really? Yep. Well, there you go, Al. You did something right. Congratulations. <laughs> and it pains me to say that. Do you guys like, work on the show? Like, do you, do you know these guys? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm Al Jean. Oh, oh, oh. And he's that, Mike Reese. That's what, that's what Alan, no, Alan Johnson. Alan Johnson. Oh, a yeah. yeah. Al Jean. <laughs> there, there we go. It was also good my love of uh, Les Miserables. Mike Reese. Jean Valjean. Al Jean. Oh, how did I put this together? Yeah. Now I see it. Yes, of course you do. Yes. And you are Matt Groening. Okay, cool. No. God damn it. No. No. Ass. <laughs> um. Thanks for all those Futurama movies, man. They rocked. I mean, you're welcome. I hate that show. Sorry. <laughs> you don't like Futurama? No, not at all. Why not? Not. I just don't think it's funny. Let's... Let's talk about this a little oh bit. Oh boy! Why? No, 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 no. Right, we're, we're talking about the Simpsons right, right. now. I just All don't right. think it's funny. I just don't think it's a funny show. That's fine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think it's right? fattening, Greg. You know what I like? Mm. I like Life in Hell. You guys ever read Life in Hell? No, I haven't actually. No. It's so funny and dark and weird. Yeah, read it. Is that the Johnny Depp movie? No, that's Matt Groening's comic strip. Before The Simpsons. And Matt Groening is... No, you're thinking of Little Nicky, the film with Adam Sandler, where he lives in hell. Uh, That's what you're thinking of, too, James. You're thinking of Nicholas yes. Nickleby with Heath Ledger. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. All right. <laughs> That's good. You're thinking of Eleanor Rigby. It's Fair a, enough. It's a, uh, it's, a, it's a song by the Beatles. All right. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> We're done. James, did you like this episode? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Craig? Uh, yes and no. Yes for Great. all. Their... So that's all oh. for uh, okay. us here at the Two Bad Neighbors. Yeah, okay, right. here's, here's one thing I was yeah. thinking about watching this episode: is 
I can't think of a child who, in their right mind, would enjoy the Krusty the Clown show. I think it would it's be so awful. funny, though. It's funny to a, an adult, sophisticated audience, I think, but, like, to just have <laughs> that show on TV, like, it's so depressing and, like, something that would be on in, like, the 50s and not even executed well for being that. <laughs> well, it's, a, I mean, it's a, it's a classic, like, it's a throwback to a classic, like, vaudeville yeah. sketch kind of show, right? And so they have, like, the cartoon that plays every episode, which is an itchy and scratchy cartoon, and then Krusty does little bits, and he has a little opening thing that he does, usually. Um, and then I'll do some, like... show? Like, any specific well, like, how Bozo do you do the Clown. Bozo the Clown, but I don't know if he ever had a show. And, right. Um, I wasn't alive then. No, I knew. Um, <laughs> no, it is the kind of show that would get canceled after a pilot. Yeah, like it's a hundred percent. So I guess like well, these the, days, sure. But, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But one of the gags maybe is just that like these kids love this show with this depressed alcoholic clown. Th- that's the thing though, like because because you have to remember it's not actually like produced by like a Hollywood studio. It's a it's a city production, right? It's a right? cable access. It's show. A, yeah, it's basically a cable access. Yet show. he has. Yet he, yet he has national and international fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So well, he's a lot of celebrity he, he, friends. That, then, like, because Krusty, it's not just the show that he does. If you notice, the studios where all of the stuff is shot on is called Krusty Lou Studios. Mm-hmm. He owns the entire studio, like the like the entire studio backlot where the news takes place. All of the television, like the local television shows, including Bumblebee, Bumblebee Man, and all that sort of thing. All that takes place on Krusty Lou Studios' backlog. That's like a that's like a famous convention of The Simpsons, though, for like characters to exist and live within Springfield, but also be internationally famous, mm-hmm. like uh, Rainier Wolf Castle, mm-hmm. um, even Bumblebee Man. Mm-hmm. Even Rainier Wolf Castle doesn't live in Springfield. No, but he like he's there so often. No, he mostly you most just of his appearances on, are on, on, on screen on on TV. And he lives in Hollywood. They, they do and go he's seen in New York. They go to his. To his garage sale in one episode, <laughs> and he and, and he lives in Springfield in like a big house. Maybe he probably he has, has a house. He has in a Springfield. house. Right? Okay, all right, but yeah, his permanent residence is Hollywood. All right, California. Yeah, and we see him in New York, Beverly Hills, nine hundred two one zero. I get what you're saying, Craig. Though that they like they make Springfield this like almost international hub, so that yes. you know, they can satirize whatever they want. Well, it's to America's crud bucket. That's the thing. Oh. Yeah. According to Newsweek. According to Newsweek. <laughs> but I just mean like there's crusty there's crusty burgers all around the country. In mm-hmm. Scratchy Land is like they had to like drive across the country. There to isn't get there. a crusty burger in Shelbyville. There's a McDonald's. I hate you guys. <laughs> there's no Shelbyville. There's no Shelbyville. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, like it it's a and it's also like Springfield itself is also a weird like thing that has like, you know, uh, the ocean it has a desert climate sometimes. Like it, it's it's a catch-all that fits whatever whatever the story requires. Whatever it needs. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, I mean, it's obviously that's a big part of the uh, appeal to the show. I think is that they, they just like throw it all in there. And it's yeah. bordered by a gorge, a chasm, and an ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only one bridge out of town. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like the continuity of the show is not solid. No. 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 There's some continuity that is, but. And that's what I mean. Like they use that as a convention. It's yeah. Like, and I just find that, and the Krusty thing is funny too because Krusty is almost like a Mr. Burns type who never, who has lots of interactions with the family, but never necessarily remembers every single mm-hmm. one of them. He doesn't necessarily know who the Simpsons are, 
at the beginning of any given episode, I yeah. think. Yeah. And I think the best example of that is uh, Bart Gets Famous, mm-hmm. where he gives Krusty a Danish, and then he's like, who are you? He's like, I'm Bart Simpson. I, I you know, save you from going to jail. I reunite you with your estranged father. I got you back on the air with the Krusty Comeback special. It's what like, have you done for me lately? I got you that Danish, and I'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Burns and Krusty are the only characters that ever happens with. Everyone else... Knows everyone else remembers and like knows who they are. Yeah, yeah. But the people who are too important. Yeah, which says like which is like says something about where the writers are wanting to go with like as far as um, what fame and fortune can do, right? It's, uh Mr. Burns is in the pa- is in the seat of authority, and he is always too good to remember someone who has influenced his life in so many ways because. Homer is of a lesser class than Burns, so he will immediately forget. And you're right, Krusty is very much the same way. And the writers have always written the show with that kind of distrust in mind, right? Like, don't trust these people because they will shit all over you. Mm. And I think that to bring back to what James was talking about with uh, this, like, who would watch this show... I think part of the charm of the show, and if I, I, I try to think, like, if I was a little kid and I, and I watched, like, a show like Krusty the Clown, yeah. I think I would love it because it's so, like, bottom of the barrel, like, it's it's trying to be, like, this entertaining show, but things like, oh, I'm going to throw axes at my assistant and almost kill him, like, that's really funny to me, <laughs> and uh, obviously Itchy and Scratchy is a big draw to it. I it's guess critically so. acclaimed. Mm. I think you're thinking of your childhood self as, like, being fully embracing of irony and no i don't think i would catch the irony of it i think i would just think it was funny it'd be hilarious like, seeing someone hit on the face with a fucking knife. yeah that's I why you like so. the looney tunes yeah i guess that's all slapstick i think you're thinking too much about your younger self and not yeah, just i think you're giving your younger show. self way too much credit you're thinking you'd be like oh this is too lowbrow for me posh posh what <laughs> i don't think so at all this I is like... another one of us ganging up on yeah, it. Yeah, that's the yeah, bingo square. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I liked the Ninja Turtles. I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like Case the Ninja Club. Turtles? <laughs> Just the most lowbrow piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone had to say it. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't going to be Alan. No, um, love it still. Go on. But the. I don't know. The The funny thing about somebody, like, almost getting hit with the axe with the handle is that they almost died. And that's... That's I, what's funny now. I think, it's, funny yeah, now. I think it's funny that he didn't. Like, you think about, like, he's, he's rearing up, and I was thinking about this, I'm like... Because I didn't remember what happens, but I'm like, yeah. that's the funniest thing that can happen. Because, you know, it's The Simpsons. Something funny yeah. can happen. I'm yeah. like... It wouldn't be funny if he killed him. No, no. That's not funny. <laughs> not at all. Like, it, or it, even it, if it just, like, cut him. Yeah, it, like, that's it, not fun. it, it would be like, funny ah. if it just, like, missed. It's like, oh, Krusty's a terrible aim. But, like, the handle hitting yeah. him in the head and not And then him cut back to him, like, <laughs> that's the funniest thing that could happen. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I think, like, a, not to belabor this point, as a kid, I think I would find it funny just because it's slapstick humor. It's just like, ah, oh, you got hit in the head with the thing. Right, I, I wouldn't even know, like, the danger that was apparent there. The danger is what makes it funny to me now. I don't think I'd... I guess maybe I would find it funny then. People getting hit hit with things. That's that's the whole theor- theorem behind America's Funniest Home Videos. That's the whole. Sim- that's you're the whole you're falling you're from YouTube. the gorge. Com before James. <laughs> it's yeah. basically people getting website? hit in the nuts and cats. <laughs> it's funny. All right. I strongly. Re- I'll send you the link. I'll send you some links. YouTube. Yeah. Com. <laughs> 
Okay, you guys. Carry on. It's Y O U, not like just the letter U. Carry on. <laughs> it might actually be. They might actually have an app mm. on your phone. Yeah, you could check it out for that. Just check it out. <laughs> I hate you so much. I try to. I try. I come on the show and I try to interact. You're like, you, we want to talk about The Simpsons, so I put an idea forward. <laughs> And I just get shit <laughs> shoveled at me. Well, I don't know. And Craig, too. I wouldn't say yeah. that. I think we kind of, like, jumped on board there. Jumped all over it. Yeah. Stomped on it with a steel-toed boot. stomped on it. No, it was a, it was it was a discussion that led to some funny humor. A polite discussion. I hate to bring this up, James, but if you stomped something with a steel-toed boot, it would be the exact same as stomping on it with a regular boot, because it's the toe that's steel, not, not, the, not the sole. <laughs> So, if it's a seal toe boot, that's fine, but... Why don't you start your diet tomorrow? <laughs> was that a new one? No, that was... Actually, that's the one. That was There's only one. three of them, Alan. <laughs> you can't remember all three of them? I legit thought it was maybe a new one. Why is it not actually Homer's voice? That's a funny... Thing. Okay. I well, don't think so. Okay. Millions okay. of children prove you wrong. No! I, I when I was a child, I watched The Simpsons, which featured the Krusty the Clown. I show. think no. today you'd be a hundred percent right. I think it wouldn't even make it past the suits in the network, in oh, the network offices. They would see one episode of it and they'd be like, "What the hell is this?" Canceled. Yeah. Then I don't know. Early nineties. Um, early nineties. They would have made it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like, the kids' shows we watched were violent. Compared to today, today it's like very fluffy, because they're everyone's so like PC and like we can't have violence and we can't teach children violence. Teletubbies was a big hit. Oh, I would have I would have watched uh, Itchy and Scratchy one hundred percent. Yeah, but like Itchy and Scratchy is kind of like the cornerstone of the Krusty the Clown show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They show like three shorts every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be its golden goose. It's just like people with like wigs and bongos and stuff and a live band it's like I wouldn't be interested in it as a child or corporal punishment right or the tutu girl teeny ballerina teeny yeah. Ba- yeah. yeah is it teeny ballerina no because it's Mr. Teeny I mean like, the, like Tina the, the whole concept behind like kids being like actually into clowns is like mm, I'm not so sure oh yeah I've never um, watched a show did you guys ever clowns. watch the big comfy couch when you were kids I did with Lunette and Molly a clown and her dolly yeah so yeah, I guess she's a clown. Yeah, she's yeah. a clown. Yeah, that's the closest thing I can actually <laughs> oh, think of. Oh, was she? She would podcast of that show. <laughs> and Mad Men. I'd be into it. <laughs> uh, Men mad about Mad Men. Yeah. So, um, let's talk real quick about first appearances. We have um, the first appearances of Lois Penny Candy, <laughs> uh, Krusty's personal assistant. He's like secretly in love with him. Yeah, she appears a whole bunch of times. Uh, Rabbi Hyman... Krostovsky, right. and um, I don't get this. Uh, what are you guys laughing at? <laughs> Tell you when you're older. Yeah, uh, Hyman. Oh boy. Yes. Oh, when he's yeah. older. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's um, and we find, of course, we find out Krusty's first name. That's. It's also the first appearance of Corporal Punishment and Tina Ballerina. It's not the first appearance no? of Corporal Punishment. Well. No. I looked it up. Is it the it's last? <laughs> it's uh, itchy and scratchy in March. The first appearance of is it? Corporal Punishment. Is it, does he mention him? What the hell was that? Was that? Are you looking up YouTube right now? <laughs> yeah, but I spelled it with you a could, U. You could wait until we're done recording, dude. I, I, spelled, I spelled it with a U, and it didn't uh, compute. Okay, well, just later I'll show you how that phone works. So, Favorite joke, everybody. 
every joke in this episode. There were a lot of them. Um, I think my favorite is when it cuts back. It's like the weirdest thing because it's like so sad but so funny. And I don't know how they pull it off, but it works so well. when they, It like cuts back to Krusty after they show that itchy and scratchy with the son and father and son itchies. Yeah. And uh, it's like, <laughs> didn't, itchy, didn't little Itchy look so happy with his father? <laughs> right before they got run over by the thresher. Cut to a commercial. Oh, God, cut to the commercial. I don't know why. I think it's so funny. His how, eyes like, go bright pink. His eyes are so welled with Blood tears shots, and yeah. sadness. And it's just... It's super sad, but it's really funny. Yeah. Craig? Um, you know, I don't think this episode's very funny. I, uh, I didn't That's right. You said yes and no. Yeah, I don't really... We didn't oh, actually get into that. My other, my other favorite one. Sorry, just to prove you wrong. Um, oh. <laughs> All right. It's, I, ha- I have one, just okay, so you great. know. Okay, I have great. one, but... <laughs> it's when Krusty won't leave the house... Oh, and yeah. Millhouse is like, I want to go. Oh, home. yeah, okay, that was really funny. <laughs> just a burst. Oh, yeah, anyway, I think the first, like, before the first commercial break, the first act, mm-hmm. if you will, is yeah. really funny. Yeah. I don't like any of the episode featuring the rabbi, though. I don't like the character. I don't like anything to do with him. Why not? Because I think he's mean and relentless, and I don't think there's anything redeemable about his character. Even, even That is exactly why <clears throat> I didn't like the episode when I first saw it. There's I, nothing... thought it was, I thought it was super dark. Way too dark. It's not even like they showed a moment when Krusty and him were a kid where it's like, oh, that was a, such a nice moment with his father that made the ending worthwhile. I just found, like, the whole, like, what an asshole. Like, he just won't talk to his son. Like, even with, like, this, like, boy being like, your son really wants to see you. He's like, just, no, no, absolutely not. You know, I, and, and then what finally gets him to see his son, I'm just like, oh, why did that work? Like, why did that work above all else? It just didn't... Yeah, and why does... Why does he just automatically earn Krusty's forgiveness? I mean, yeah. no. he should work to earn Krusty's forgiveness for, uh, you know, not being in his life for 20 years. It's always years. bothered me. This episode's always bothered me. Like, even from a, even being a kid, just being like, why? Like, why does he just not want to seem... St- just because he's a clown? And like, there's never even a moment where he's, like, an even kind of a good guy. So at the end, like, when he hits him in the, in the face of the pie, it's like, oh, that's cool. It's like, but where, we needed to see that earlier. Like, if, if like... If there had been a scene earlier where he hit him in the face of the pie or something, and it was like uh, bringing that back, tying that back kind of thing. We never see him and his father actually being a father and a son. No, yeah, that's what it is. He's always disapproving of his son. But but until that character is introduced, I think it's a great episode. Like Millhouse <laughs> crying, uh, and I know that's what the episode's all about. But it has a, an abrupt wrap up too, though. It does. And I wish we could have seen more of him actually like bonding with him. Because, you know, the, the, the part where the episode, like, is either going to be good or great um, is when he they orchestrate the meeting in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Right? The fact that they miss each other in the restaurant is funny, but they, they miss the perfect opportunity for all of that, right? Like... If they meet each other in the restaurant, we have them meeting each other yeah. accidentally before the end, right? No. We can have, like, maybe we can see a little bit of humanity in the rabbi, right? And he's like, oh, my God, I've been awful to my son. But there's none of that. You know what? To be honest, like, yeah, Jackie Mason's Jackie Mason, and yeah, you want an Emmy for it. But I just don't see, like, the character so one-dimensional. It's not, I don't I don't think it's a good character. I'm, I don't think, like, I, I'm glad he's dead, to be Jesus. honest. 
<laughs> I think what we're supposed to think in the episode, or maybe that what's standing in for his humanity, is that he's... It's implied that he's a good person to his community, and he's intelligent, he gives people good advice, and he wants to, you know, be a, a force for good in the community. But no, I don't think that exactly uh, makes doesn't, up doesn't for... Doesn't exonerate him, necessarily. And doesn't make up for not showing a relationship between yeah. the two. And that, for that, that whole thing, just like it actually like stops the episode dead in its tracks. From that moment on, I don't care. I don't care whether Christian like reunites with his father. Like, why should we care? Why? Like, what is the payoff for us? That- I'm just gonna come right out and say I disagree with all of this. <laughs> okay, okay. Why? Um, I I I find so okay. First of all, I think that the the relationship between Cressy and his father is the point of contention we've been looking for. Mm-hmm. I wish it was James. The but- relationship <laughs> <laughs> relationship between Cressy and his father for me is really well defined as him being a, a stoic, uh, religious, um, intelligent uh, rabbi. And that's not someone who meshes well with someone who wants to entertain. And I think that's established really early and really clearly. And then that's why they, they clash so much. And I, so I don't think there needs to be like a moment where it's like, oh, like we, we had fun when, and we flew a kite together or anything like that. I think it, it only works if they have this clash throughout their whole relationship. And it's not until the end when he realizes, wow, like this, this, this thing, this really profound thing that I've never heard before that really describes my people so well was by Sammy Davis Jr., an entertainer. And so he's like, you know, I, I, never, I never looked at entertainers that way before. And it was, it was through, like, if he had said, oh, Sammy Davis Jr. said this, he would have been like, oh, well, he was, a, he was a schmuck, I don't care. But the fact that he was able to give him the quote and him to, like, process the quote, the words, not the person, makes him, like, really appreciate the words. And then when he finds out where it's from, that makes him appreciate that world that his son is in. And so then he wants to reunite with his son. I can appreciate that. I just think it's like, after, like, 25 years of being so stubborn about it, like, I just really think, like, that one thing, I, it's just so feeble in my mind. It's so feeble. It's so, so, it's so feeble a reason. Sure, but I think he was looking for that reason. I think, you know, no matter what, how he may be acting, he wants to be with his son. Like, he just loves his son. But it's just, like, it's this, like, whole thing where it's, like, you're in this he, other he, world, and he I He loves his son... But we only know that because it's implied in a father-son relationship. It's never actually shown, and you need to see it. I, I think so too. At least I, I don't think so. At least no, I get think some something. feeling of it because yeah. he doesn't show it ever. No, not once in the episode. He raised his son up until the up until the very abrupt finale. It's not like he left his son uh, wholeheartedly. It's like when he decided to become a clown that he left him. It doesn't even show a moment where he's just like, oh, like, you know, like, if even like, if even like, let's say there was like a moment, I'm no writer, but let's say there's like a moment where he like had like a picture of Krusty or something like little Herschel or something like, oh, that'd be so cheesy, dude. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't it like, would. say, no, okay. Not that exact thing, but something <laughs> also, like that, you know, story doesn't stand in for actually showing some drama on screen. Like, yeah, he raised him. Am I supposed to just like love the two of them? Because yeah, I'm just told that I didn't love the relationship. Raised, he raised the other one. I think there needed to be a scene. And what I, what I expected to be expanded upon for uh, the rabbi's story is that he's a comedian. <laughs> Everything he does and says is funny. He's acting like a comedian. He's voiced by Jackie Mason. I would have loved to have a scene where he, him and Krusty are like joking back and forth with one another without realizing it and then oh, that would be good. coming together in some way. Because like, I imagine them growing up together, they joked all the time. Uh, but he just never made that leap to, like, entertainment. 
Which is exactly the opposite of what Jackie Mason did because he was a rabbi. Right? I guess. And I guess the episode entertainment. Besides that slight thing yeah. that you're talking oh. about, that quote from Sammy Davis Jr., like there's no there's no real like twist in this episode. It's like, oh, you want Crusty and his father to get back together, and guess what? They do, and that's it. It's like there's no nothing special about it. It's not like it's it's not unexpected. I, I the 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 episode like I would have been I would have been fine with how the episode like I am fine with uh, with how the episode is, but I would have liked it more if they moved the reckon if if they moved the meeting of them up to. Somewhere in like the in in the second act, so you can so you can have a couple of minutes to show the rabbi earning his son's love back, or if Cru- or, you know, or if Crusty actually set on this mission himself to reunite with his father instead of having Bart and Lisa do it. Like it just seems like a convention to get like we know. Well, we know why Bart and Lisa. Well, exactly because right. they're the main like they're two main characters of the show. And it's yeah, just, the but show's it's just a called convention. The Simpsons, not the Krustys. So. I don't know. I think you guys are just describing an episode that couldn't be done in 22 minutes. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think that uh, negates our criticisms of it, though. I didn't say that. I'm just saying, like, your criticisms are fine, but you you keep saying, like, there should have been this scene, there should have been this scene, and I think that's going to be tough with all the other things they needed to establish. They need to establish all of Krusty's backstory. To make the story work, maybe, but just don't do the story. I I I think the first 10 minutes of the episode, like, talking about Krusty, like, losing touch with his fans, like, not... You know, um, I think that's more interesting than anything else in the uh, in the episode. I think that's super interesting. Like, Krusty actually making the decision to, like, go for dinner. And then, like, yes, being sad about his father and then, like, <laughs> and staying all night. Like, that's funny. Like, that is funny. But then everything after that, I think it just falls, falls flat. Nothing is ever as funny or as interesting as that scene afterwards. Okay. <laughs> in my mind. In my mind. Yeah. All right. We had a good discussion about this. <laughs> I really liked it, guys. Finally. Um, I also just want, like, I, I don't think it's uh, unheard of that Krusty would immediately forgive his father, is the other thing I wanted to say. I think we see throughout the episode he's pining for his father's love the whole time. And sure, he might, you know, down the line be like, you know, like, you can't just, like, suddenly be my father. But in that instant, absolutely, he's good. Like, yeah. he's going to be I, like, I, I'd I love, like, you. yes, I'm so glad that you're I agree with you life. on that one. I agree. I totally agree. But... I uh, I don't know I just I really I really like Jackie Mason's performance I think I think it's really uh, an interesting character for me I didn't think he was one dimensional at all I thought he was very uh, like the whole backstory between him and Krusty was really interesting to me and uh, maybe it's a referential thing like I've never seen the jazz singer I don't yeah, me I, I just I just Not, may, I maybe know. I missed that reference or something I don't know like, maybe that I'm missing something with this episode but just didn't, it just all worked for me I don't just know. didn't feel it just didn't feel it that's fair and it happens it happens did you have a favorite joke. Yes, my, my favorite joke was at the very beginning. Uh, what's the name of the secretary? Lois Penny Candy? Yeah, no, it's Miss. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Lois I assure you. I yeah, assure I assure you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always fuck up the wording. But that but that, <laughs> that was super funny. Yeah, that's a good one. What about when Krusty uh, jizzes seltzer on himself? Did you guys like that one? What? Really? What? He's in the bathroom and he's like, don't come in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he comes in and he goes... And he sprays seltzer. It's clearly a masturbation joke. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. I didn't find that one very funny though. No, I didn't. I was just wondering. The Cleveland Show did that one better, but <laughs> <laughs> but it, but the Millhouse thing is also that, that's a classic. Oh, like, that, no, that's no, a classic that's Simpsons move. I got that the setup of that scene was a masturbation joke. Him like barging in and him doing something embarrassing. I just didn't come down to like penis equals seltzer bottle. 
I mean, it's all there, man. Well, James, if we have to, to, to also, explain that to I'm you. I'm just on my face. <laughs> it's all there. No, I don't know. Do you have one? It's not going to be a literal translation from Seltzer to Jesus. It's a, it's a thematic... Anyway. Listen. This is a segment I like to call Simpsons Get Dirty. Yeah. Because the Simpsons have a lot of dirty jokes. Yeah, they do. That you don't re- realize until... I know. Yeah. Like, coming on this show, I'm like, every episode, there's something pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> Like that. Yeah. Seltzer is There's the, the one about not Marge not putting out in <laughs> in um, the first flashback episode. The way we was? Yeah. Remember when we were talking about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Her sisters were like, ah, oh, so you get for not putting out. Yep. I was um, like, what? I, I, I just wrote down a, a couple of quick ones. Uh, Yiddle, the Jewish tailor. <laughs> I love my work. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Yeah. Um, Bart interrupts a bris. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is clearly not the time or place to discuss it. Yeah, and um, my favorite one is the uh, radio call-in show. Oh, gabbing about God. <laughs> gabbing about God. Oh, no, good, good, good conversation. All good conversation. <laughs> and the 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 radio host could be could not be less interested. Yeah. He's falling asleep. Yeah, and he's wearing a fog hat T-shirt. <laughs> Do you remember what he says to start off the episode? Like we fill this time with our <laughs> to get to keep our like public funding or something to, to keep our broadcast license. Right. We fill the dead air on Sunday evenings with low interest <laughs> broadcasting. The uh, gabbing about God. The non-Christian Rolodex is pretty funny too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just I love I love when he's like uh, you know well I mentioned in my sermon sermon every Sunday he's like oh oh that radio show it's all the kids talk about on Monday at school oh yeah. give me some free t-shirts you see how close he was to bribing the kids to not convert to Judaism <laughs> I assure you the church is taking steps to encourage all of well, we're not converting <laughs> oh I have a question for you guys this is actually unrelated this is the other episode but have you seen that comic book guy before mm-hmm. when did he come in his first episode was a uh, three minute comic book oh okay <laughs> So is this, was this his second <laughs> so appearance 10. then? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been his. Yeah, that would have been second. Uh, yeah, I don't know why he was. Oh yeah, he probably would have made them at like in a shirt press that he has in his basement in the Endroids dungeon. Um, favorite joke, or have we got them? Uh, yeah, actually, I think Craig covered it with just everything to do with uh, Pennyworth. Penny candy. Penny candy. Just like implying this deep, sad backstory. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Picture of Krusty yeah, yeah. on her desk looking longingly. It's very cute. It's very funny. Uh, we should probably wrap this up because sure. this is going really long. We forgot couchboard gags. We did. I don't care. <laughs> well, ironically, the chalkboard gag is I will finish what I start. That's right. And we're not going to. And he's only written it once. Yeah. And, um,. Bart jumps on. He jumps on their laps. Much to Homer's annoyance. Yes. So Classic. There yeah. Classic. There's our couch break eggs. Okie dokie. That's a weird one. I'm going to say uh, good night. <laughs> and I would like to thank my family. <laughs> and my, my father for always being there for me. Yeah, and old Gil. Old Gil. Huh. Wait, no, you're not your father. Dad. My father is, 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 Lou, is the director of Ellen. Ellen. Treasure with Sinclair. Yeah, look at a picture of him. You like Gil. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I would like to thank our two guests Craig McHugh, James Wade. 
Thank you for coming. Thank you for back. joining us and being berated by us. And I hope yeah. to have uh, James's uh, uh, apology. <clears throat> no apology in the mail. Yeah. Two bad neighbors. Oh. Bingo. Oh chart. yes. Um, when when that gets made, that's going to be fun. I'll send it in. It's going to be fun to play with. We'll tweet about that. Also, guess what? The two bad neighbors have a Twitter account. Oh yeah. What is it? Bad neighbors pod. Was two bad neighbors taken? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> God, I hate Twitter. <laughs> Anyway, follow us, to the game. follow us on Twitmaster mm-hmm. and um, at Bad Neighbors Pod, and we will follow you back and we'll tweet things at you, at you, and thanks. Um, <laughs>